Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Yes, we are back for another week of the show. Welcome along. Dom, we are almost dead on one week away from Valentine's Day. Yes, we are. And I have already done something to stuff it up. (laughs) Is that possible? Usually I wait to the day (laughs) to disappoint my wife. This year, I've done it a week out. So before 12 tonight, I'm going to share with you the story, but I've said something Mm. that I definitely shouldn't have said. I think this is really good, Zach. We can use this as a warning for other men and women listening in of how not to upset your partner in the next week. Pretense? Yes. Just be careful what you say, but I'll fill in the (laughs) details a bit later. Uniting Uber drivers all around Australia. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Um, Zach, big story on I'm a Celebrity last night. Kate Fisher broke her bed when they were sleeping in the camp. That can happen when you're camping, can't it? Mm. They're kind of on these like stretcher things, aren't they? They're not well-made beds. Like, you know, these haven't come from, from Captain Snooze no. or whatever your local bedding store is. <laughs> these, are, these are clearly just put together with a piece of, um, like it's a canvas bed, I think is the way to call it. I know IKEA have started delivering. I don't <laughs> think you can put the jungle South Africa in the delivery address. Well, look, Kate Fisher and I actually have something in common on this one. We have both broken a bed. She's getting a lot of flack in about it on the yes. show. I know yep. there was a bit of a joke and it's been in the news today. Yeah. But you're standing up for bed breakers everywhere. Uh, so I broke my bed uh, about two years ago and uh, it's a pretty embarrassing reason why my bed broke. And it's not, it's nothing to do with being too heavy or anything like that. Mm. It's somehow more embarrassing than that. Okay. So basically one side of the bed kind of splintered a little bit, right? So it was like the, I guess you'd say the frame had kind of, was on a, on a kind of an angle. And I called the bed repair guy in to come and fix it. So he comes in to fix it. and he's There's in a there. bed repair guy? Yeah, there is a bed repair guy. You, funny the jobs you don't know exist, yeah. hey? <laughs> um, Actually, I think I saw that guy on I'm a Celebrity <laughs> last night. Uh, anyway, so he's fixing the bed. And, um, and then uh, I say, so do you know what went wrong? What, you know, why is the bed broken? What's yeah. happened here? And he said, well, the issue is you've got a queen-sized bed. And I'm like, yeah. And he said, now this is a bed that's specifically designed for two people. Yeah. It's designed for a couple to share, right? And he said, you're a single person evidently, and I can tell that because only one side is getting slept on. Really? And the constant pressure is what's pushing that down and the other's not getting any. So my loneliness is breaking my bed. Like, exactly that's what's happened. Firstly, that's amazing. The information... Contractors know about you through their expertise. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. can pick that up straight away. So if yes. you had just tried to hide that and been like, "No, nah, I'm actually, uh, <laughs> I'm a bit of a player," he'd be like, "Not according to your bed." I think you probably could have told that by the footy posters I had on yeah, the wall as well. You didn't have to look at the bed to find out I was single. Secondly, do you sleep on the edge? Yeah, I sleep. Why on don't you sleep in the middle? Um, Isn't that the whole idea of having a queen bed? You can just have a single then. Yeah, but I want to train for you know what, what it's going to be like when I find someone. <laughs> I just I want to remove any possible issue with me as a partner. Oh, fair enough. And one of them's going to be I want to take up just my space on the bed and be ready for that. So now your singleness yes is not only costing you emotionally, <laughs> it's also costing you out of your back pocket. <laughs> this is collective now. With Zach and Dom. Coming up tonight, Zach, I have figured out the trick for all single people in the country to find love. Okay. This is the sole trick you need to find love. I fe- I cracked the code today. I love hack. I love hack. So okay. stay tuned for that because I will be presenting that shortly and I guarantee success. <laughs> <laughs> right now that we want to know, 131060, what have you stolen from work? Because a worker from the Canadian Mint has uh, probably become the best office thief of all time. What has he done? 
He has, uh, over a period of three months in 2014, it's come out today because he's been sentenced, yeah. he has stolen $165,000 worth of gold from the mint, which okay. is amazing. So, you know, obviously, the mint where they make the money. Um, do, do they have gold there? Because, I, you know, the coins aren't made from gold. I've always thought the mint is like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. It's a yes. bit mystical. Okay. I, I did a tour of the Canberra mint once when I was, yeah, so was did I. younger. Underwhelming. <laughs> for, for a place that's prints money, pretty yeah. underwhelming. It was just like, oh, yeah, big machine. Cool. <laughs> But, uh, but you know, working there, having the access to the money, I mean, you'd, I feel so, like there'd be high bars. But it was gold that he stole, not money. Yes. Yeah, so apparently like little gold nuggets, essentially, that were the, roughly the diameter of a golf ball. Wow. Uh, he smuggled a, a bunch of these out um, by putting them up his rectum uh, and okay. sneaking out. And you know what? That's commitment to the cause, isn't it? I've heard nuggets coming out. <laughs> I've never heard anyone put a nuggets up. So uh, apparently Vaseline and latex gloves were found <laughs> no, in his we don't need the locker. details. <laughs> so he'd been doing this for a while, and uh, yeah, he's he's got about three years prison mm, out of it. Which that's is... some uh, awkward stuff to be happening in the uh, lunchroom, isn't it? <laughs> Dave, what are you up to? It'd be bad if you were like on your way out, you'd smuggled one up, and your boss was like, hey, can we just have a quick chat? And you're standing there kind of with it. Mm. Anyway. I reckon uh, everyone's done this, Dom, stolen yeah. from work. My favourite one is a guy who used to work here. I don't know if you've heard this story. Okay. Um, he used to work outside normal business hours. Yeah. And he used to take all the Milo from the Milo pins. <laughs> do you remember that? Do you know uh, this story? I think I do, because in the kitchen here, yes. we have like um, like big communal jars of like Milo, sugar, and coffee. Yeah, and he would go, and I think he'd bring a plastic <laughs> bag and empty the Milo tin. I don't really know, though, because surely the person replacing the Milo tin was like, man, the office has gone through Milo a lot. <laughs> well, it's funny, because the Milo here, I've got to say, I don't see it ever get used. People don't drink <laughs> Milo in this office, so it's a genius scam that he had working. And, but what's Milo cost? You're getting paid to do a job. <laughs> and so what's true. that, like five bucks a can or something I like that? Just I... use the money you earn yeah, yeah, yeah. to go buy Milo. If you're going to put your, your criminal record on the line, make it more worthwhile than just some, some Milo. But on the other hand, free Milo. <laughs> you can't go past that. On thirteen ten sixty, we've got Dale from Curry Curry. Dale, what did you steal from work? Okay, so a few years ago, I worked for a company that used to manufacture ladders, and I stole a 14-foot um, ladder. <laughs> Dale, I've got to ask, that, that, that's an impressive thing to get out of the building. How did you, um, how did you, did you go after hours or something? No, just during work hours, because we manufactured like hundreds of ladders a day. <laughs> So they'd get stacked outside to be acid washed after they got, like, TIG welded. Yep. yep. And we just put one on the back of the ute and went home. It's getting borderline there, isn't it, Dom? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a pen is one thing. <laughs> the boss finds out you nicked a ladder. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe they've got a lot of ladders lying around, though. Yeah. You never know. Uh, Adam's on the Hume Highway. Adam, what have you stolen from work? I'm going back to the days before computers when it was all paper trail and that, where they couldn't find out who it was. Yeah. Yep. We used to do loads of wine out of Barossa. Valley in South Australia. Oh, that's, I mean, that's an impressive steal, I've got to say, because I feel like that is the kind of thing they would notice if a whole bunch of bottles went missing. I thought we were going to get calls on, like, you know, I took a pen every day for 10 years. So far, <laughs> these could be like Ocean's Eleven movies. Part of me wonders if we should have made their names anonymous, to be honest, because yeah, they might be admitting to actual crimes here. Uh, in saying that, though, we've got Eden in Melbourne. Uh, Eden, what have you stolen from work? Uh, g'day, guys. Um, a few years ago, I used to work for a restaurant pretty local to my area, and I worked there for 11 months until I got fired. But over that period of 11 months, every single time I had a shift, I stole chocolate from the kitchen uh, just because I thought, why not? It's chocolate. What type and of chocolate, Eden? Like, uh, was it like a mint that you get after the nah, meal? It, it, was the, it was the certain type of chocolate that they would use to melt and put with desserts. Okay. And they would hardly oh, ever use it. Right. So they had it. They had it in like these plastic containers, 
that they just kept in the cool room in the kitchen. And every single shift, I'd take a takeaway container from home. Eden, if we're ballparking, how much, uh, just as a rough estimate, how much money, how much worth of chocolate do you reckon you stole over the time? Uh, over the 11 months? Yep. Uh, I'd, I'd say it's easily got to be between one to probably 3000 Dollars worth of chocolate. Yep. And I think uh, one to three is around the years you'd probably get as well done. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Kanye West doesn't understand what the Super Bowl is. It's like a bouncing ball in a room of two cats. Or something. Also, Lady Gaga doesn't think you could use a baseball bat in cricket. I don't think so. I mean, it's a different kind of shape. It's a different game. And Donald Trump found out about the draw four card in Uno. When they explain what it represents and the kind of destruction that you're talking about, it is a very sobering moment. Yes, it's very, very, uh, very scary in a sense. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, Valentine's Day is nearly bang on a week away Mm. and I've already stuffed it up. This is almost an impressive effort. I, I don't know. know what you've done, but often it takes men until the day itself to disappoint their partners. I think the important thing in a relationship is communication, isn't it? And yep. men so often, we are the ones that let that side of the agreement down. Yep. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Because we don't really... Well, my problem in particular is I don't think through what I'm saying. And also, I don't realise that everyone can't hear what I'm thinking. <laughs> So, right. like, I'll come out with something, and but it makes sense to me. Yes. But I don't realise that everyone around me didn't hear what I was thinking well, about. Well, it's real one of relationships of think of other people, you know, and I, I know that for me that's sometimes a struggle, which is why I am very single. Well, uh, I've been with my wife, Sarah, now for, since I was 18. So, wow. many years now. Nearly 10 years together. Almost 10 years. Yeah, that's yeah. random. Thanks yeah. for keeping count. Oh, no worries. Do you need me to remind you of the anniversary? <laughs> that or? actually might help, to be honest. <laughs> So what's what's happened? So we're hanging out uh, the other day, and we're just hanging around the house. And, you know, I'm trying to think of the radio show. I've always got it on in the back of my mind. I'm always trying to think of ideas. (laughs) And thank you for that as well. And I'm sure everyone listening in thanks you as well for... You just... You you don't clock off. But that's the context I knew, and she didn't know. Okay. So I'm sitting there, and just in my mind, for some reason, I'm thinking about radio. Yep. I'm thinking about Valentine's Day in a week. I'm thinking, what can we do for Valentine's Day? And I thought of an idea... Right? Mm. And so then I said aloud, I go, oh, I just got a great idea what we could do for Valentine's Day. <laughs> now, she doesn't know that I'm thinking about radio. So she thinks my, my romantic husband a week out is thinking about me and how he can show his love for me. She lights up. <laughs> and I immediately realise what's happened. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> well, you see, at this stage, you, you face at a crossroads. Yes. You can pick one option. You mm. can either go with a lie, yeah. and you've got to come up with something, or you can come clean. Yeah, so I said, um, oh, I'm really sorry. What I should have said is, hey, I was thinking of radio. I just got a great idea what we can do for Valentine's Day. And she's like, oh. She's like, I got really excited for a second. You know what she said it was like? Yeah. She said it was like the equivalent of like if we were really building up to be engaged yes. and like, you know, you're on a picnic, you yep. got flowers, you light the candles <laughs> and then like I get down on one knee and I'm like, oh, sorry, I was just tying my shoe. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, I think you can learn a lot about someone by their internet search history. This is Dom's Google history. The way this works, Dom, is I've been through your week of Google searches. Yep. I've picked my three favourites, 
and I want you to explain to the country why you Googled what you Googled. Now, usually you're Googling weird things early in the morning. This time, all three of them mm. are in fairly normal hours. <laughs> are they? My Googling has, uh, has become a bit more adult. So I don't know if that's like more weird or less weird, because at least early in the morning you can be like, I'm tired. Um, maybe the... I think it just shows that I'm consistent in my thinking. <laughs> all through the day, I, I wonder these things. I honestly... Every week I give you my phone, and I think there's nothing funny that I've Googled, and you tell me there's good stuff, so I'm keen to get into it. I'm looking forward to this. Let's get into it. Uh, Thursday at 1... 28 p.m. You googled how to find good memes before anyone else. <laughs> oh, that's that's an embarrassing one. Um, uh, basically, I'm in a situation uh, with friends where we're tagging each other in memes, obviously, which I think happens with a lot of friendship of groups. Um, the issue is, I had an embarrassing moment last week where I tagged them all in a meme that they'd already seen, oh. and I just felt like awful about it, like all day. You're the old person in the relationship. <laughs> I am. I'm like, it's like when my mum showed me Gangnam Style in 2014. <laughs> you know, I need to find a way to get ahead of the curve and, and show these people the memes before they get them. Do you have a good tactic now? Uh, there were a bunch of meme websites, but I didn't think it was very funny. So I've just basically given up on that one. All right, cool. <laughs> Tuesday, 4.30 p.m. How many sausages should I eat? <laughs> I mean, you can't, you've, you've wanted that before, haven't you? How many sausages should I eat? I had a whole packet of sausages that I was cooking up for a late lunch, and um, and I just wasn't sure how many I wanted to have, uh, or how many I should have, sorry. Mm. How many would be a good meal size of sausages? How many did you have? <laughs> did you want to take a guess? We can price is right, This is if you want, higher or lower. Five. <laughs> lower than that. Four. Yes, I had four. <laughs> That's too many. Is, okay. <laughs> Well, the website I found said, how many are you hungry for? It wasn't much help, to be honest. Uh, the last thing you Googled. How yep. can you explain this? Friday, 3.15pm. Can you turn yourself in for speeding? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, can we not talk about this one? Oh, I don't want to get in trouble with the law. What happened? Uh, okay, I might have been going a bit over the speed limit coming down the freeway, and there might have been, I, I think there was a car parked to the side of the freeway that could have been a cop car, and I just thought maybe they'll look on me more favourably if I go to the police station and turn myself in before they send out the ticket. Do you know what I mean? So what, you'd walk into the station and go, it was me, <laughs> Well, I, know you- I was the guy going 65 <laughs> in the 60, <laughs> you can get best to other crimes. off the search. <laughs> Uh, We've reached the stage of the show that I personally have been really looking forward to because after this, Mm. being single is going to be a thing of the past for everyone listening in. And you're so generous here, Dom. You've been talking about this dating hack that you've come up with. Yes. And you're sharing it with the world. Hold on a second. Not dating hack. Dating is for you to get to know someone. This is a love hack. This is for you to fall in love. This is next level from a dating hack. Is this what happened at lunchtime today? It is what happened at lunchtime okay. today. You've been talking about this for so long now. <laughs> I inadvertently stumbled upon this. Um, I, I wonder if it's like, you know how games used to play as a kid, like uh, video games, would have like cheats in them, right? Yep. So you could get like maybe extra lives or something. I think I might have found a cheat to life, right? So here's how this works. I got an acai bowl. You know, mm. the really healthy, it's like the crushed berries with the fruit on top. A smoothie bowl. It's a smoothie bowl. So I got one of them on my way into the station today. And I was just walking through the office like any other day when suddenly weird things started happening. (laughs) (laughs) Things I must say I'm not used to. The young, attractive women in the office, uh, who I have never spoken to before, suddenly started saying, oh, that looks good. 
Where'd you get that from? And what are you thinking when, when, when these girls who, what, previously have you walked past them? Do you remember walking past them and they just let you go? Yeah, they let me go. Maybe there was a, a slight nod of, okay. hey, nice to see so, you. Yep. They saw you. Yes. Uh, nothing I need to bring up. Nope. Just let that guy go past. Now you've changed one thing. Yes. You have an acai bowl. It's and my, suddenly, oh, it's people a, are interested in you. It is now my major selling point, is the fact that I had an acai bowl today. <laughs> so these women who, seriously, no chats with them before, I ended up in three good conversations. I got names of people who I've seen probably for years a now. name's a good start. I mean, you want a number, don't you? But I mean, we can start with a name. It's day one. I'll bring another one in tomorrow and we work, can work on the numbers. See, people but, have been doing this for years, hey, because yes. I remember there's that one, you know, they reckon that if you walk with a dog, yes. you know, that's a good icebreaker because, you know, you can, the girl might come up and pat the dog and then you can start talking to her. But exactly. this is like the new age version of that. Absolutely it is. And uh, I am so confident at work, Zach, that I've invited our producer Michael into the studio because there was one particular girl I had a chat with today. Her name's Eloise. Yeah. Um, she works on the other side of the building. I was walking past her desk with the acai bowl. She stopped me and we had a good two or three minute conversation. Never talked to her before. Yep. I got her name. We had a good chat. And I am certain that that would stand out in her mind. Would you describe it as hitting it off? Oh, if there was another 30 seconds in that conversation, I would have gotten a phone number. Had you thought of a phone number? Um, again, not rushing things too quickly, but there will be another acai bowl tomorrow and we'll see how we go. <laughs> but I, I, look, Michael joins us now. Michael, you know Eloise well. Um, do you think she'd be impressed by an acai bowl? I think she's lovely enough to say that she is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we'll see. All I'm saying, she's never spoken to me before. What's your plan, done? I've got a number here. I'm going to dial it in. Now, I, I've got like a bit of a script for you here. Mm-hmm. I want you to... Make it as subtle as you can. Just try to bring, <laughs> just try to maybe drop some hints. I want to see if she brings up the memory of this aside. Michael, how well do you guys know each other? Will this be an odd call for her to get? I've never called her before, but we chat fairly often. Okay, so, so she knows who you are. She's yep. friendly with you. She might be a bit sus at the midnight phone call. <laughs> yes. But apart from that, we'll be all good. <laughs> all right, well, I'll dial it in now, Michael. This, my whole theory rests on this, so um, please do me good here. Hello. Hey, sorry about the uh, late night call. That's all right. Um, I just wanted to give you a buzz because I thought you might be a good person to ask. Um, I just heard some buzz around the office today. Did you see anything around the office that sort of caught your attention? Um, no, I don't think so. Not nothing that sort of really impressed you at all today. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> or, or, or like uh, something that maybe made you see someone in a different and more attractive light. No. Uh, that's I have. I do have it on on good authority from another person in particular who claimed they did quite impress you with their impressive lunch. Oh, yeah. What, what, are, your, what are your thoughts? Of the acai bowl. <laughs> Hi, Eloise. <laughs> you got Zach and Dom here from Collective Noun. Um, I've got to say, Zach, uh, I'm not as impressed with how that went as I thought I might have been. Eloise, um, Dom <laughs> thinks that he's picked up this new way to impress ladies, and that is to walk around with an acai bowl, and he thinks that gets people's attention. How do you think that went? Yeah, it was a good, good, good way to go about it. It was a good move. Well, here's the thing, Eloise. Right, often when we walk around this this building, because we're the late night people, no one knows who we are. I got stopped by four people, including you, today about that acai bowl, <laughs> and I swear you can deny it now. You seem pretty impressed at lunchtime. <laughs> are you are you denying it? No, I was impressed. All right, here's a question for you. <laughs> Had you seen Dom around previously before today? Um, Did you know he existed? I did. Okay, great. I didn't, know, their name. I didn't know his name. Though. No, that's okay. That's okay. You saw yep. him around. Now, after you saw his lunch, did you think more of him or less of him? 
um, more. Oh, yeah. that's pretty good. <laughs> that's a success. So I reckon we could chalk this up as a win, Zach. Um, I mean, it, it really took Michael some uh, some heavy work to get it out of her. <laughs> but I reckon we chalk it up as yeah, a win. I don't think she told any of her friends about it. But <laughs> when she's heavily reminded of it, <laughs> it works. <laughs> Uh, that is all we got time for on the show. It's like, I reckon off air, I try to get Eloise's number. Uh, I, I don't think so. I think you let it go. I think, I think at working. this stage, we need to step in and say, let this one go. It's a positive start. It's a good start, if nothing else. Uh, look, if you do want to hear the whole show back, search for Collective Noun on iTunes. You can grab the podcast there until 11 o'clock tomorrow night. That's us out. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.